Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I am back today with my new friend, Carrie DeFrancisco, and we are talking about all kinds of things, but we're talking about simplifying our homeschool. And uh, this is something again, that so many of us just need the encouragement and we need the resources to just simplify stuff. It doesn't have to be complicated. It does not have to overwhelm you don't go into this school you're already overwhelmed before you even get started. Go into it relaxed and prepared so that you and your kids can have a great year building relationships with one another. And so Carrie has graduated her two kids already. She's been through it. She talked in episode one on Monday about how, uh, you know, they changed their way of homeschooling from when they first started homeschooling to the very end. And both of her kids they made it to college. Guess what? <laughs> they did that. And the Lord used her obedience to get her kids all the way through school. And now he is growing them into what he's created them to be. And that's exciting. And so so I'm, I'm glad to have her here this week to encourage us. Uh, before we get back into our conversation, though, I want to thank our sponsor, CTC Math. If you guys are looking for a great online math curriculum, go to ctcmath.com. Try them out for free. You will not be disappointed. If you are disappointed, um, well, maybe try a different one, but I don't think you're going to be disappointed. So, so give them a try, ctcmath.com. Carrie, welcome back to the podcast. I am glad to have Thanks you back. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you mentioned that you have authored a book because that's what a lot, yes. of, um, a lot of people do when they've been through something, whether it's homeschooling or parenting or marriage, when they've gotten kind of to the other side where they've figured out some things. Oftentimes, the Lord will use those things to teach other people. And so I, I love it when people author books. It's kind of funny when people will author something and, you know, they're like a year into their parenting and they're like, let me tell you how to parent. <laughs> like, don't write a homeschooling book a year into homeschooling until you've got a couple years under your belt and figured out a few things. But you have several years under your belt. You've graduated your kids. And so um, you've written this book and the book is called Just Breathe. And take a sip of coffee, homeschool and step yep. with God. Yep, that is correct. Yep. Love it. So in the book, you talk about simplifying and you have an acronym that you use in there to simplify. So let's go through that acronym. Take us through it and what you mean by simplify. Yeah. So I told you earlier uh, on Monday that I'm a very type A, got to have lists, uh -huh. right? Um, and I also am a writing teacher. And so I love alliteration and I love uh, mnemonics and things like that. Yep. So my brain, I couldn't truly simplify and do the things I wanted to do. And so I came up with like an acronym for me sure. uh, to help me remind me when I was planning. And so uh, the simplify acronym, the S stands for start with the end in mind. Uh, the I stands for invite others along on the journey. Uh, M is uh, Mark Twain's motto, which is don't let school get in the way of your education. Um, my, uh, the next one, P, is put home back into homeschooling. Mm. And L is my favorite. Uh, less is more. And that was a lesson I had to learn the hard way uh, as I was homeschooling. Um, I stands for, um, ignite their passions and, uh, F stands for being flexible and fun. I have a hard time with flexibility, but I am pretty good at the fun part. And then Y was the hardest one for me. And that one stands for your ultimate job description. Ah, love it. All right, let's break it apart. So let's start with S. Okay. Okay. So start with the end in mind. Uh, Yogi Berra once said, um, the great baseball coach, that if you don't know where you're going, 
you'll definitely end up someplace else. And so um, when you start homeschooling, really the first thing you need to do is to have the end in mind. So where is it that you want your kids to be? What kind of people do you want them to be? What what is it that you feel like um, is the whole reason you're homeschooling, right? So why are you doing this in the first place? Um, And so, you know, the Lord tells us that our quiver is full. Um, and so I like to think of the kids as arrows and our time at yeah. home is us stretching and stretching and stretching, but I need to have a, we need to have a target, right? So on that launch day, when they graduate and, you know, they go off into the world, we want them to hit the mark, Yeah. but we need to know what that mark is. And so one of the first things to do is to really just start with the end in mind, whether you're just starting high school, where is it that your kids want to be in four years when they graduate, or even when they're in kindergarten, where is it that you want them to be and to know and to learn by the time they leave? And then when you have that idea, then your planning just falls into place because, you know, you're not going to do a certain math curriculum or a certain uh, writing curriculum or a certain class if it doesn't really fit in with your ultimate goals for this homeschooling journey. Yeah. So that's what the S stands for. I love that as a reminder because I just recently was uh, messaging with a friend and she was talking about decision making and how she has a really hard time making decisions. And it's funny because as you're talking about that, I'm thinking that's that's why we need to know where we're going because it is really hard to make decisions if we have no idea mm-hmm. where our mm-hmm. goal is. And, and, you know, we've talked about this lots of times, but you, it, it's, you know, like using your GPS. I mean, you've got to put your Mm -hmm. end destination in your GPS to know where you're going instead of just randomly driving on all sorts of different roads, hoping that you're going to end up somewhere amazing. (laughs) You're going to end up nowhere. You have to, you have to have that destination in order to plan where you're going. So, Mm -hmm. so yeah, so I love it. Do you want to encourage independent learning in your students? Do you have multiple students with individual learning styles? Homeschooling is an excellent opportunity to customize your child's education. BJU Press is here to help. For each academic subject, BJU Press has created video lessons that will lead your child through each of their courses. Your child will experience thorough lesson content administered by experienced and engaging teachers who will walk your child through the assignments so they know what to expect. Visit their website at bjupresshomeschool.com to see what courses are available for your student. So that's S. Let's go to the I. And I, and I also, oh, real quick, but I also really think uh, knowing your end plan mm-hmm. um, comes in handy on those really bad days yeah. or those challenging seasons yeah, right. because it helps you pare down right. all of the fluff to get back to what is your purpose? What is right. your main plan. So anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It's knowing your why as well. Mm-hmm. You got to know your mm-hmm. destination, but you have to know your why. Why are you doing this? Yeah. 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 What are you running to? What are you running from? Where mm-hmm. are you going? Yep. We've got to mm-hmm. know our why. So I stands for invite others along on the journey. You cannot do this homeschooling thing alone. Amen. We're not lone rangers. God didn't create us. Uh, Mary had her Martha and, you know, David had his Jonathan and yeah. Peter had his brother, Andrew. Um, God created us to, to fellowship. Mm-hmm. And the same is true for homeschooling. Um, you can homeschool in a closet, um, but you're definitely going to burn out. 
you're not going to enjoy it. Um, and there are just so many moms out there, uh, mentor moms and moms like yourself who are still in the trenches and, and then, you know, moms that just have gifts and passions that, um, I just loved going to park day. I always made that a priority because it could have been one of the worst days, one of the worst mornings, but we would go to park day and sure enough, all I had to do was say, Oh, you wouldn't believe what happened this morning. And moms would just be like, Oh, so it's my kid used to do that too. And this is what we did. Try this or, you know, or don't worry about it. Or they would just pray. Yeah. You know, they would just put hands on you and pray. And so, um, you know, you don't have to be in a co-op. That's nice if, you know, you're learning together with friends, but it's the whole idea of just inviting others along for the journey. And along that note, inviting your husband along on the journey, not doing it, you know, all by yourself without him, inviting grandparents. Mm -hmm. I think they're the the secret ingredient to homeschooling, that if you're blessed to have grandparents, you get them involved. And especially if they're not on board, Uh because I found that, um, that was actually what changed my mother-in-law. She wasn't so thrilled about this homeschooling thing, but, um, when she would make little comments about my kids' handwriting and uh-huh. their cursive, I told her, I said, you know what, but your cursive is beautiful. Can they come over once a week and you teach them cursive? Oh, wow. And that did it. That did it because she was able to spend time with them. Yeah. Um, she was able to start to see the fruits you know, on her own. And so, um, invite grandparents, invite mentors and, and, uh, people in your children's lives that can speak truth into them, especially when they get to middle school and high school and coaches. And my son's coach, he would go to hitting, he got more life lessons during those, (laughs) those lessons than he did, uh, hitting lessons. And so it truly is important to invite people along on the journey. So you're not doing it by yourself. Yeah. And so important for our kids as well. And I know this is hard Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes for those moms who are real introverts because they're comfortable Mm -hmm. at home and they're comfortable being home Mm -hmm. with just their kids in their quiet home or maybe not so quiet at home, but in the comfort (laughs) of, you know, their, Mm -hmm. their own walls. But our kids need to invite others into their Mm -hmm. world as well. They need that interaction Mm -hmm. with kids. You know, we don't want our kids to become these weird and socialized homeschoolers. And that still does happen today. I mean, it's not the norm, Mm -hmm. but it does still happen. And oftentimes I think it's because moms, whether it's that they want to protect their kids from something or, you know, they're just, maybe they just don't think about it because it doesn't come naturally to them to put themselves out there. But our kids need to invite others along, you know, be the person who opens up your home to your friend, your, your kids' friends, to your friends as well, um, but to your kids' friends or to your co-ops or to whoever, and uh, make it a place that is inviting and, you know, yep, invite those, invite people in. It's hard for some to do. It's easy for some to do, but, um, but it's necessary. And you talked earlier about relationship with our kids and how that really plays into our homeschooling, but we really do need relationships with one another because we sharpen each other. We build each other up and it's an important Mm -hmm. part of the homeschool journey. So, so I love that one. I love it. Okay. Include others. Let's go to M, S-I-M. So we've got start with the end in mind, include others. And then M, I love Mark Twain. I'm from the South. I'm from New Orleans. And so um, his quote, never let schooling get in the way of your education, was actually our homeschooling motto. Oh, love it. And so I had that printed up on our wall. I had it in my my lesson plan book. I say that loosely. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But it was a constant reminder that there's so, so much more to education 
than the formal school time. Yeah. Um, and me coming from a classroom per, you know, background, I really had to remind myself that the formal lessons, the, the table time, the sitting down and actually doing whatever, that was the this much. It was just the tip of the iceberg right. that the rest of our lifestyle was actually their education. So yeah. when they were cooking with me and the gardening with my husband or going out with friends or whatever, my kids were big into musical theater. All of that is part of their education. Yeah. And so um, it's real important. We keep reminding ourselves that yeah, you can sit there and, and do eight hours of school all day if you want. But really, after two hours, depending on their age, nothing you're saying is it's like Charlie Brown's teacher wah, 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 <laughs> coming out. <laughs> so, so really, you know, yes, do your basics, do some of your academics. But the true education yeah. is outside the classroom. It's outside the home or it's outside the box. Yeah, the yeah. curriculum box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love it. All right. You guys, are you hearing this? This is coming from a veteran homeschool mom whose kids are in college and who used to teach in the classroom. So she knows what she's talking about. We've got to listen to this. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts. And we say, this is what you do step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents. This is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com. We are back with Carrie. All right, so we've talked, we're, we're, we're giving the simplify acronym. We're breaking up what it means to simplify your homeschooling. So the S is start with the end in mind. I is include others. M is Mark Twain. We are on P. Yes, P was also a reminder for me to put the home back into homeschooling. Love it. And what I mean by that is I knew I had a problem when we were, I was packing up the kids in the car and all of our stuff and we were getting ready to go off on another field trip, I think it was. And our next door neighbor, who by the way, was one of those mentors that we invited in, um, he looked at me and he said, I thought you homeschooled because you are never home. Where are you going now? And I thought, I know he's kidding, but ouch, it's so true. And so there was this season especially the season that I was most stressed where we were gone Mm -hmm. more than we were home and we were doing more outside classes. We were, and not that any of that stuff is bad. It's all, all good. It's all in moderation. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and, and sometimes there's seasons for that kind of stuff, but the idea that we're homeschooling. And so there is a time for us to be home, to learn as a family, to discuss and have conversations and to have meal times together. And that I needed to remind myself that, you know, home is where God 
called us to be. And so I, I made a point of protecting our mornings because at least in our family, that was when we learned best. That yeah. was our our best time was the morning time. And so I guarded our mornings and I made sure that, you know, if we were out, it was just one day a week, whether it was co-op classes mm -hmm. or it was field trip or park day. And yeah, when the kids got older, you know, we started making exceptions to that because they just get busier and they need more, more friend time too. But the whole idea of it, you can't really homeschool if you're never home yeah. to learn together. Yeah. And so, yeah. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So this is so interesting. When you said that at the beginning of this episode, you said um, that P was for put the home back in homeschooling. I was thinking that the direction you were going to go was taking care of the home and making that part of your homeschooling. <laughs> Dishes, laundry, cleaning, dusting, vacuuming, you know, all that stuff. And so I, I love that you went the complete opposite direction of that. Not the opposite direction, but you went a different direction of that. But they really, I guess, do go hand in hand because if you're not home, mm -hmm. you can't mm -hmm. do those things. However, if you are home, then you're home more to mess those things up more, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> Yeah. I, and those, those things always came in with the M, the whole, uh, education, like right. there's so much more to schooling than right. education. So yeah, the, the chores, the cooking, the cleaning. Yep. Um, yeah, we, we didn't clean so much. We were more of an organized home, uh -huh. a spotless home. <laughs> well, it's just so, going to yeah. get dirty again. So why waste your time? Yeah. Right. <laughs> just kidding. Pretty much. <laughs> I had someone tell me once, this was years ago when my girls were really little, she said, I don't understand why your house is always a mess. You're home all day. And I was like, um, it's because I'm That's home all mess. day. <laughs> My house is always a mess. If we were gone all day, there would be no one here to mess it up, but, but we're home. And mm -hmm. so it's messy all the time. Um, and that's okay. So, um, so yeah, so I love it. Okay. Put the home back in homeschooling. Okay. What's the next one? So we've got L is next. Yes. L stands for less is more. And it sounds like a, a paradox, but it's so true in the whole, and we talked about this on Monday about simpli truly simplifying that when you look at your day, not as um, what we have to get done, but what did we accomplish today? Hmm. Oh, you totally feel like you nailed it at the end of each day when you look at it that way. Yeah. Um, but also the, the less is more that the less you try and fit in your day, the more you're going to be able to accomplish in your math. Mm -hmm. So if you're not saying you have to do two chapters today and it's just, you know, we're going to do a lesson a day or we're going to do so many problems a day. Um, you have more time yeah. to actually dig into what you're doing. And so, um, and that's why I only really focused on Bible math uh, reading and we read aloud and, and did a lot of that stuff because the less I planned, uh -huh. You really, I really could just breathe. Yeah. You know, you really do feel like you have more time. You have more wiggle room yeah. to get more stuff done. And then God's more in control right? because, you know, things come up and you're like, oh, no, we do have time. Let's go and do that. Or so-and-so needs a meal. They just had a baby. We, we, we can do this. We got time. Instead of always feeling like we're behind, we're behind. We can't do that. Yeah. So yeah. this is interesting because you mentioned that you're type A, you like lists, you, you like organization. So was this hard for you? I mean, were you the type that you, I, I would imagine that with that personality, you would want to start every day with your very specific checklist. 
And, and I'm assuming you started that way, but then eventually you got to the point where you're like, okay, let's just look at what we got done today, which is what you're saying. Yeah. I was actually one of those people that if we did something or I did something and it wasn't on my to-do list, I wrote it oh, on yeah. my to-do list. So, so you I could check could it off. Check it off. Yeah. So I felt like, you know, that was originally on the plan. Um, but I did come up with like a little graphic that I used and it in the middle, it says, today did we, and then it says, did we read? Did we write? Did we solve some problems? Did we care for the home? Did we okay. uh, pray? You know, and so it was, it's like seven or eight things that yeah. I would just look at it at the end of each day or when I was planning at the beginning of the day and ask myself, today, do we have opportunities to read a little bit mm -hmm. together, write a little bit, solve some problems? And when I looked at things that way, yeah. um, you certainly feel like you've accomplished more, but really you have. Yeah because you don't need to do 60 minutes of reading every day and 60 minutes of writing every day. You really don't. Sure, it gets overwhelming. Okay, these are great, but we're out of time. So we're gonna come back tomorrow. We're gonna com uh, complete this conversation, finish talking about the acronym SIMPLIFY and how this works into our homeschooling. So thank you so much, Carrie, for being with us again today. Tell us again, really quickly, where people can find out more about you. Uh, my website, coffeewithcarry.org, and my podcast is Coffee with Carrie Homeschool Podcast, and my book is Just Breathe and Take a Sip of Coffee. Sounds great. If you guys have not yet left a review for the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast, please do that. Go to iTunes, leave a review for uh, the podcast if it's a blessing to you so that people can hear about it. I mean, the more reviews we have, the more people will hear about it when they search homeschool podcasts. And so we are so grateful for those of you who have left reviews in the past and continue to do that. Thank you so much for being with us. We'll be back with you tomorrow. See you then. Bye. Bye.